Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. It's kind of a quiet report this week, but elsewhere around North Dakota, Devil's Lake continues producing perch, with East Bay still the best ticket for success. Look for fair to good walleye activity continuing, although, like any day on the lake, there are times when things are slow and anglers can mark fish, but they just don't want to cooperate. Look for some crappie from Jamestown Reservoir, and Lake Ashtabula continues producing perch. Walleye and pike are still on the elusive side there, however. Farther west, activity is light once again on the Missouri River tail race, from both boat and shore. Anglers need to be aware of icy conditions at times on the tail race boat ramp, though. Up on Lake Sakakawea, the east end is still hit and miss for walleye, and even the Van Hook Arm in the midsection is pretty quiet yet. A few pike are showing up on the east end in the bays, though, but it's definitely not that nice spring-early pike bite yet. And even Lake Audubon is hit and miss and generally slow on, uh, for walleye. Don't forget that permanent houses can't be left on the ice after March 15th. Anglers can still take them out, weather and ice conditions permitting. It's just that they can't be left unattended. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale, and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then. And not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. And we're going to chat with a, let's call him an outdoorsman, because he does pretty much everything. Mr. Scott McIntoon is a one of Minnesota's DNR regional fisheries managers uh, down in the southern part of the state. And like I uh, said earlier, he is an extremely avid outdoorsman. You would think that since he works with fisheries, uh, he's either a very avid fisherman or he gets tired of it and he doesn't do it at all. Um, but he is a very avid fisherman for pretty much every species that I can think of. And that's just the start of his outdoor knowledge. How are you doing, Scott? I'm doing well. That was a that was a pretty kind introduction. Uh, my my head isn't going to fit through the door here. <laughs> hey, I told you the intro was going to take the whole segment, but <laughs> so you just wrote an article recently, which I thought was pretty darn good, um, and it's all about getting getting into the outdoors and what that does to a person. So explain to us a little bit about what this article was about and why you wrote it. 
You know, I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I um, you know, I, I do write about a little bit of everything and, um, you know, it's, it's interesting as, as media content producers like your program or anyone else that you can't always put the same message out there or tell the same story. And, but you, I end up finding myself writing these things in different wrinkles or, or, you know, getting different inspirations. And so the backstory for this, for this article was that, uh, my wife and I, uh, took our foreign exchange student and our two daughters and we visited my folks who snowbird in Arizona and we always enjoy going out on hikes and checking out new places. And we went for a walk, uh, at a slot Canyon, uh, near page, Arizona, Northern Arizona area, uh, got out and explored up in that region. And it's like, you know, this is, this is a cool thing. And it just, it drives home that idea that, you know, families, people, young and old kids, everyone needs to have exposure to the outdoors. And it doesn't matter if it's picking up a rod or a gun. I mean, those are things that a lot of us enjoy, you know, consumptive outdoor activities, but there's also something to be said about just being out in nature, enjoying it, making it a regular part of, of your life and making it a habit. You know, Scott, kudos to you because we talk very often on this show about sharing outdoor passions with other people who may not have been exposed to it, but bringing someone as a foreign exchange student and, you know, potentially, uh, obviously f- from another country, right? Another culture, uh, probably another climate or part of the world. And then to show them what we have and what you are passionate about. That's just amazing. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, uh, contrast for sure. You know, she landed here. She, Marissa was her name. She's from Western Germany. She had never fished in her life. And I knew we were going to go fishing. I thought it might be a little intimidating to get off the airplane and immediately jump on the Minnesota River with, you know, big, heavy, heavy rods and reels chasing flathead catfish or channel catfish or something like that. So I took a break on her. Hunting season came and we actually have some rules with the with the student organization, uh, the exchange work program that, you know, they're not allowed to, to, to shoot firearms, even though I'm a firearm safety instructor. Well, I thought, yeah, she could be in the blind with me or do something like that. And those, those opportunities never really line themselves up. And then we got to ice fishing season and I knew we were going to Lake of the Woods. So I've taken her out a couple of times to, to try to teach her. She's been a quick learner and yeah, just to, to instill in her that, you know, going for walks, taking the dog out, heading to the city park, um, hunting, fishing, gathering. I'm excited to get her out here. Uh, maybe we'll go join some folks for maple syrup tapping. Maybe we'll uh, uh, get out and chase some morel mushrooms. I'm sure we'll do a little bit of all that and, and certainly get in some fishing uh, late ice as well as when everything opens up. You know, Scott, it, it's amazing when you talk that uh, you know, we all know that there's so many benefits to being in the outdoors, you know, whether it's enjoyment, mental health, whatever it is, but that is probably one of the strongest connections that we have. And it's one of our earliest connections for a lot of us is getting out with family. And I think it, it does so much for families to get out in the outdoors, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be hunting, fishing, anything like that. It could just be hiking. Could be, you know, there's so many different options. Uh, I recommend, and as, as I assume you do, that all families should at least consider it, plan some type of a trip, whether it's a day trip, couple hours or a weekend in the outdoors. And I, 
my mind, it brings all families closer together. No, absolutely. Uh, I think three of us are definitely in agreement on that. And, you know, I, I just, just reading about those benefits and these are from people that are way smarter than I am about, uh, brain development and, and, and functioning and the importance of the connection to nature and, and getting that exposure, the health benefits for mental health, for physical well-being, everything that it really does for you. It is important to get out to do those things, to, to normalize those activities, to make them, to make them habits. And, uh, it, it, as you said, there's so many ways to do it. There's the, you know, I, I wrote a little bit too about you can use technology. A lot of times that can be a hindrance for getting people outside as they spend so much time on screens or they become tethered to those electronics. You can use them to your advantage. I mean, we've had days with my kids out uh, in a blind and there's not a lot of bird activity if it's ducks or we're waiting for turkeys, but you can turn on the, the Merlin, uh, or Cornell University Ornithological app and listen to bird sounds. We actually did this down in Arizona. Pick up all these different species that are that are calling in the background. You can learn about uh, moon phases with a or, or or constellations. You can look up geology. You can identify plants and animals. There's so much cool stuff out there to explore. You just have to put the time in. You can use those electronics to aid your experience. Yeah, and I think, you know, to another point too, I think when we're talking about electronics in the outdoors, there are a lot of advantages to it, you know, whether it's just safety, you know, being safe when you're out there, knowing that you can maybe go some places where you probably wouldn't have went before because you're afraid of getting lost or whatever. Um, but you know that with your GPSs and your Onyx maps and all that kind of stuff, that you can go do this. I think it really opens up the outdoors to a lot more people than it used to uh, because of that, because they can feel like they have more knowledge when they get out there. They can, they can see the terrain on the, on the Onyx map before they go out. It just gives them a lot more knowledge. So it creates um, just a little bit more confidence when they head out. Absolutely. Just being more welcoming, getting those folks out there. I, I totally agree with you. Those, uh, those platforms, we, People can complain about that there might be more users out there, but ultimately that's what we need and want as a society, uh, just so that more people care about conservation, more people are healthy, more people value and enjoy these beautiful wild landscapes that are out there for all of us. You know, we don't got a whole lot of time here, but um, one other thing is I believe that once you start getting outdoors, it's addicting, where you just want to keep doing it more and more. Oh, you're a hundred percent right. The, the more time you spend out there, the more things get you excited, get, get you, uh, addicted really the first time out doing it, you have a good time and it builds from there. So if you can help someone else get into the outdoors by showing them a good time, uh, it, it sort of snowballs and, and has a lot of great benefits that we've already talked about. So for our listeners, if you are on social media, you want to follow Scott, and you can give out this information here in a second. Um, definitely follow him on social media because he is always putting out all kinds of good media. But where can we find, where else can we find you besides that? You bet. I do a lot of freelance writing, but my main platforms are the Mankato Free Press and the St. Cloud Times, a couple of newspapers in Minnesota. Perfect. And what's your social media in case they want to follow you? Uh, uh, Instagram's uh, Scott Mockintoon, and it's all one word, lowercase, Mockintoon's M-A-C-K-E-N-T-H-U-N. Perfect. All right. Thank you very much, Scott, for coming on Gone Outdoors. We really appreciate it. 
Thank you, guys. Always fun to chat. Well, it is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.